0: How you doing? How's things? Hello. 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 How
1: goes it? Everyone <laughs> saying it like cousin Dave.
0: <laughs> well, Hello. I'm, I'm I'm feeling energized. I'm excited. We just we just listened to some X Men animated music right there, which I played in full because um it, it it's such a good uh intro. It's such great music that I'm like fuck it. I'm not talking about. I mean, we're not doing the whole fade out. We're doing the edit. No, it's. Let it, pl- let it go, let it ride and then we then we talk <laughs> on the background. It's good stuff and it fits because such, the- such,
2: such excellent music. it's almost a sin to interrupt it anywhere or even fade it out. You let it have its space and its time and then when it's done, can you talk?
0: Exactly Sam this kid he's getting it. he gets it. He understands.
1: If if only his video didn't freeze every three seconds. Nah,
0: that's okay. You know that's fine. He can only. We can't do... have everything. It's
1: just like constant. It's like constant snapshots of him that nobody oh. took.
0: <laughs> you know, we just have to deal with it. That's that's okay. Uh, boys, how's everything? Uh, how how's things? How's life? I uh, I've been I've been watching a lot of TV. A lot of a lot of stuff Kev will love. A lot of stuff I feel sandwich. Oh yeah. Won't give a damn about. Uh, well, first of all, <clears throat> I finally, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Well, the one thing he does know is I finally watched season one of Umbrella Academy. Nice. Phen- phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal. Loved it. Phenomenal, right? It, it was. It was great. Did you um, read the book? I read. I read the first two. The first two volumes. I didn't read the third one. I actually picked right. it up. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's. I like. I remember. Like kind of. I remember the storyline. I like. I would have to go to re like reread everything again to kind of compare right. and contrast the two uh knowing it's a very out there storyline um yet grounded but uh I thought it was great I thought it was a fantastic show I'm glad I I'm almost glad I waited till this point so I can have it fresh in my mind um since season two's around the corner because I kind of want to rewatch. watch literally right I
1: think it's next week I, as think, a it is. Of, I yeah. think it's the first. uh
0: it's soon, yeah, it, it's right. the it's the end of this month for sure um, but it's, it's. I
1: think it's the twenty first. I'm not entirely sure, but I think it's the 21st. It might be,
0: but it was damn good. Um, one of those things where I kind of want to watch, like some. Like, I wish there were like some special features so you can kind of get some more, more details of it. Um, but that was what I watched on Netflix. Fantastic, and obviously, uh, uh, we'll be talking a lot about season two when that drops, um, or once the embargo lifts uh, after it drops, I should say. Um, I also watched. Uh, I also signed up for Disney Plus. Again, again, uh, again. Well, I, I only had the the free trial. I think I had. I don't remember now. So, but I, I signed up for the first time in a while. So I watched uh, the first Tron movie because we were talking about it, and I'm like, eh, what the hell? Um, I was in a mood where I either wanted, I had time to either watch Tron or Rocketeer. So it's kind of a win either way. Um, I watched, True. Some, I watched some Simpsons, the the Maggie Simpson shorts that were they, were they were cute for five minute little things. And I'm three or four episodes into the uh, Prop Culture show that we've been talking about
1: oh yeah that's F- a great one isn't it
0: it's it's phenomenal i mean i'm that kind of person I told you where, kind of like what i just said about uh, umbrella academy i like i liked, i like those behind the scenes i like the commentary i like kind of seeing how ideas yeah. came together um i'm a sucker for those things so prop culture pretty much just takes that uh curiosity and just makes a beautiful docu-series kind of show um um, about about that, you, I mean, it's great. Did
1: you watch the Tron episode? I watched.
0: I watched everything up to. <laughs> it must have been actually three episodes. Mary Poppins. I watched Tron and Nightmare Before Christmas because I think the fourth one is right. uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which I haven't watched yet.
1: Um, and then there's uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Also, yeah, Roger
0: Rabbit, and I can't remember what else. And Roger Rabbit, yeah. There, there's a handful. Of, there's a few more. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic show. I actually love that stuff, and I, I hope them. that one continues. I, I mean, there's so much they can do. I mean, how much could it? it can't co- cost them much to actually pr- make the show um so i'd imagine it does pretty good i would imagine they would they would do some more of it because it's it's self promotion and it's kind of like a docu series in a way so it, i think it kind of uh uh works in multiple multiple ways there um so yeah that's kind of what i watched did you guys watch anything else or pick up anything or check out i
2: started watching the uh b- what do they call it Kev, the behind the scenes mandalorian series what's the name for it The gallery, gallery. yeah. Yeah. Um, we've talked about on the show like Dave Filoni, not versus John Favreau, but like one of those two in theory inheriting Star Wars. Um, they need to get it as a team. They do, but I really like Dave Filoni because a he's an encyclopedia, and I didn't realize this before I watched the show. He worked on a cartoon that I loved as a kid. And it was my favorite shows on Nickelodeon of all time. Was it, was it Clone Wars um, on no, was avatar? The last airbender. Oh yeah. He did work on that. Yeah. That show is in my opinion, I, for those who don't know what it is, it's like the only American anime I know it's fucking fantastic. It's, you know, I've heard that. I've heard a lot of people years. say that.
0: Yep. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. I haven't sat down and
2: watched it yet, but I've heard that. It is fucking phenomenal. Like, they managed to make so much character development and so much like meaningful lessons in a kids show in 30-minute episodes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's- I based my whole D and D campaign loosely off of this because I love <laughs> it so much.
0: Like, it's that's awesome.
2: It's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Dude,
1: I really that's recommend. That's
0: a
2: heads up for when we play D and D with Dom. We can know what to expect.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I highly
2: recommend anyone. It's on uh, Netflix now. It just came on last month, I think. Okay. Or no, yeah. May. Uh, I highly recommend, if anyone has the time, sit down and watch it. It's like three seasons, 20-so episodes each. Fucking phenomenal. I could talk about it for literally an hour. You could go through it really quick. And then, didn't they have a spinoff? Wasn't Legend of Korra? Yeah, the Legend of Korra was a sequel series. That's four seasons. You only need to watch the first two, because the second two are trash. But um, that's only... (laughs) (laughs) they, they, They kind of... I, I, I could talk about it. I'll do a brief where they really made her really cool. And then they made her really sucky in the last two seasons. Oh, well, uh, but not everything could be perfect. There's a whole, like I said, I could ramble, but you, we have a show.
0: To you do. Went, you went, I like how you went from, <laughs> no, you know, I watched this thing on Disney plus. Eh, but let me tell you about this other series that I've watched. I've, I've watched over and over again, uh, which, yeah, is, which, literally. Is, which is fine, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, sir.
1: I'm closing in on the final episodes of How I Met Your Mother.
0: Oh, okay. Which
1: is a series that I had never watched before. Now, really, really funny. If you've never seen it, you should. Yeah, Um, it's a good series. I like that show. As far as um, stuff that West Coast Scott would approve of, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think. I mean, I think I did another episode or two of um, Doom Patrol. Which just still is like a labor.
0: You're really, really uh, pushing. And not a labor for that. of
1: love, just <laughs> a labor. And um, uh, and I watched because they just came to um, to Disney Plus. I watched um, Days of Future Past. Why uh, the movie X Men Days of Future past, past? The movie, which I have to say, I thought was pretty good upon watching it. I haven't watched. It probably since it was in theaters, I watched it again. I thought it was really good. I mean, there are some glaring holes with regards to the X-Men universe overall Mm -hmm. about it. Glaring holes, Um, which they never really fix. So there's the discontinuity in their continuity is notable. However, this movie was executed, I thought, really, really well so mm-hmm. speaking of days of future past that has to do with the sentinels speaking of the sentinels we'll talk more about them in segment two oh. speaking of things we're teasing for later next week we will present my first tko uh book review uh you remember last week of the week before uh we mentioned that tko publishing sent us a couple of their uh, brand new books, one of which Sentient, The Sentient, Mm -hmm. is an Eisner Award nominee. um, And I'll be reviewing one of those four books next week. uh, And then we'll slot the other ones in accordingly. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Is there
0: any chance to get a, a digital copies for your boys over here in Jersey to check out?
1: No, no, sorry, no.
0: Oh, all right, well... That I was, mean, if any
1: of these books turns out to be phenomenal, I'll I'll send them along to you guys if you want to
0: read them. Well, that'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah, um, I wasn't I wasn't uh, I wasn't gifted digital copies. I okay. don't know if they have them. I assume they do. I, they I just don't they know.
0: are on Comixology. That's that's all I do. Know, oh but, well,
1: um, if you have Comixology, there you go.
0: Well, oh, yeah. Um,
1: I don't know which one I'm going to do first. They all look really great. I might do Sentient first because it is up for an Eisner. That sounds pretty good. And the Eisner will, um, the Eisner Awards will be soon. I think they're in like, I think they're in. They would normally be the same time as New uh, as uh, Comic-Con. San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be the next couple of weeks. So I want to, I want to do that one right away. So yeah. Well, so let me know. Look if forward it, to that next week.
0: Yeah, let me know either way. I'll just, I'll just pick it up on Comixology and we can, uh, you know, kind of chat about it yeah. or something like that. So
1: speaking uh, of Comixology. yes. This is Geek Stuff TNG episode 598. Seven. Seven. 597. <laughs> wow. Uh, Indeed. As we edge ever closer to the, the, um, what would you call it? The, uh, the pinnacle of. The change, the life changing, the show changing 600. Uh, we'll be here before you know it, mm-hmm. uh, and along with that, a number of of changes will be coming to the program. Um, updates, all of them, updates and and improvements. Really, none of them are really sort of static. They're really kind of really good updates and improvements, and we plan to keep building on top of those. And <clears throat> pardon me, and uh, yeah, so we'll have more to say about that in the coming weeks. Um, we're going to let it all the shit hit the fan on at episode 600. Um, so here's hoping that uh, it doesn't live up to my metaphor. So, <laughs> right. Uh, what else uh, we got in the news there, well, Mr. Before, Mayhem?
0: Before we actually hit the actual um, oh. um rundown here let's actually just hit on patreon really quick if you boys don't mind uh patreon.com hey patreon nice shoes. geek stuff tng (laughs) for a buck you can get uh, access to our discord service and talk to me and other members of the show for three dollars i've i've
1: been on there i go on there once in a while and say hello
0: sure 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 sure. for three dollars for three you know sandwich gets a particip- participation trophy so i'll give you that sweet for three dollars you get the latest show a day and a half early which is usually tuesday night and a sneak peek at the prep sheet for five dollars you get the weekend bonus show of the sandwich shop which is you know undergoing a little bit of uh a coronavirus cleanup but that's okay yeah you get the vintage episodes of big kev's geek stuff
1: did and- you say coronavirus or coronavirus? stop <laughs> it works it works
0: either way and, <laughs> for $10, don't $10, and for, i'm just
1: trying to be clear i just want to make sure we're all on the same page and if for
0: ten dollars you get access to the instagram and watch us live which i'll be honest that's that's where a lot of the chaos happens that's the behind the scenes stuff that i was just talking about like on, on dvds and blu-rays that you wish you had access to because we really are we're colorful. colorful. We're colorful. Yeah. There you go. That's that's that David was-
1: Donovan on the Instagram wants to let everyone know that he is a Patreon. Thank you. Uh, and so there you go. Will, I I think Will's a Patreon, but I think mm-hmm. see I forget. I forget if if which is which.
0: Will is there. I I don't, I know, I don't have the just, breakdown in front of me.
1: It's a geek stuff patrons over there and it, this Because, you know, we still haven't sorted this out, and you have two more weeks to get yourself on Patreon if you want Mm -hmm. to uh, not— If you haven't figured out how to watch the video on the free preview method, Mm -hmm. uh, you you will not have that opportunity in in mere days. Mm -hmm. So get yourself over to Patreon
0: and sign up. We'd appreciate it. Um, We do. Boys, let's hit the run now because we have a lot of stuff to tackle today. Yes. Um. Especially in segment two, but uh, let's kick off by saying that um. Yet another streaming service has hit the scene. Uh. Comcast NBC's Peacock went live today for everyone. It was kind of like in a <laughs> beta ish mode. Uh. For just Comcast customers before to work out some of the kinks, but now it went wide. Um. I downloaded it and I flipped through it with my uh my on my Apple TV. Uh. I have the free version because I'm not planning to spend any money um there. there's a free version there is a free version sir with ads which i'm okay with oh uh there's also fine. a 4.99 uh for some more of the catalog and just a few commercials and then there's like ten dollars a month where it's ad free and you get a you get a whole bunch of stuff there a whole lot more um so it's some of the bad stuff. It's not on um, all devices. Like it's not on Roku. It's not on an Amazon Fire TV. Which I'm sure it's working. I'm sure that's in in the work. So I'm not. You know, I'm not. I wouldn't be worried about that. Um, for some of the stuff that it has that's free with ads, I'm okay with <laughs> with with sticking with with watching some of that stuff.
1: Yes. So is it shows with ads, or do they have like movies? And they have ads in the movies.
0: I th- so I only flipped through some of the TV shows. So um, right. like I watched, not surprising, I started watching Alfred Hitchcock's Presents and it had like a, a Target commercial off the top. And then right. I started playing another Target commercial at the next, you know, commercial break. Right. Um, I started, I, I turned on a movie. I didn't have a whole lot of time to kind of flip through it. But it, again, had a ad off the top. And then I kind of scrubbed through, but I couldn't really tell if there was another commercial break. So I couldn't tell if it was okay. like a cable TV kind of setup or.
1: I, I'm going to have to check that out because if they're playing commercials during movies, it's just not worth it. It's a
0: bust. It. But for TV shows, I mean, it's fine. Um, See,
1: as long as they're properly placing the commercials, yes. Because, you know, some of these services, like YouTube's a real great example of this, mm-hmm. YouTube will just drop a commercial in the middle of you know uh, of the show regardless of of where of where it is or what <laughs> no matter what's is. happening yeah yeah i mean and i i haven't experienced really a lot of other services that have commercials but the ones that i have generally speaking they try to get the commercials where the commercials are sometimes they fail but you know it, it is what it is that's why it's free but at the same time i don't believe they should do that to movies you want to put a commercial at the front and the back that's mm-hmm. fine but not in the middle
0: um i mean i think the the biggest problem that's going to be for nbc and the or comcast in the meantime with this is the fact that if you recall they said that they were going to put a lot of the olympics coverage on there which is a whole lot of content that they're not going to have which not not so much i'm saying it's going to be a trouble for for the geek community whatsoever uh, but that's a lot of content that they're going to be lacking in comparison to other people, which may hurt subscription numbers, uh, and revenue, but we'll have to wait and see for right now. It's, it's, I'm tentatively very okay with it. Mm-hmm. need to mess around with it a little bit more. Uh, I, but I think it, I, it's, it, it's good that it's coming out during a time when everybody's home. People Here, let's, let's,
1: let's, uh, let's test your theory. Uh, Mr. Mayhem mm-hmm. sandwich. Yeah. Name 10 summer Olympic events. (laughs) 10 summer Olympic events? Yep. Uh, You can do Uh, it. (laughs) Stop looking at me. Don't say swimming, because that doesn't count.
2: Uh, Men's basketball, women's basketball. Okay, that's Uh, true. 400 meter, 100 meter, what? (laughs) 400 meter dash? 100 meter dash?
1: (laughs) Is there a four hundred meter dash? I don't even know the answer to that. The four hundred meter is hundred meter. Four
2: people. There's, There's a four hundred. It's the four hundred where they go where they do like four. I believe that is a different. Uh, archery, the one where the clay pigeons, uh, wrestling, baseball, uh, baseball, soccer.
0: Is there soccer? Is there no. soccer at the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, there is. Okay.
2: Okay. There has been. I've watched it because I was just confused. Right. Um, what else? uh gymnastics i like gymnastics uh they do the ball thing
0: (laughs) they do what's
2: the pole thing no the ball they they do like a there's a ball sport i watched it one time and i was very confused uh volleyball uh just volleyball sand volleyball and regular volleyball are they
1: two different categories at the olympics yes Well, that's 10, so if those are remotely accurate, (laughs) you can see that it's really not going to affect our community much at all. No, no, and I'm not saying... Go on. Hold on. I was going to... Watch this. Do you think uh, Sandwich got some of those wrong? Give us a call at the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and leave a comment, and you may hear
2: yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. I don't think they call it Clay Pigeons. I forget the actual word for it. I believe it's, I it's like shooting, shooting something.
0: Regardless, something like that. regardless, all I'm saying is the fact that that will hurt the revenue stream that they were expecting for the streaming platform. That's all I was
1: saying. Okay. Um, so but it's good that they- I just they, liked your comment how it doesn't affect our community, and we proved it.
0: <laughs> this is true. But <laughs> it will, I mean, the fact that they're launching now uh, while people are home, I think it's towards their advantage, even if they have any uh, bumps, bruises, or uphill battles that they got to deal with. Yes, Sandwich?
2: So, the way I'm looking at this streaming service, I imagine you guys and maybe some other people in the audience have been to a restaurant where you sit down and they just kind of bring you food. One of those restaurants where it's like, here, have a piece of chicken. Here, have a piece of beef. Here, have a piece of pork. Here, have some oh. shrimp. You know, one of those restaurants where you just a keep rhodesia, easy stuff. sir. That's what they call Rode- it. I don't Rhodesio. Uh, yeah. Rodizio I didn't know the name for it. Yes. Um, this is one of those items where you're gonna get it once and then you're not gonna get it. This is not your beef, this is not your pork, this is not your chicken. These are not this is not your classic. It's I like doubt the pe- Yeah, it's I like, highly doubt it's, the peacock is gonna last. No offense to the pe- I I it'd be nice, I guess, but there's there there is a uh a- and Inflation, there's too much streaming services. Mm. Every single company thinks they can just throw out a streaming service and be s- successful. Well, I think we're at an overload. I think Disney is the only new one that I think has a shot because it's got the Disney name behind it. But beyond that, unless you're coming with a big name like that, it's going to be hard because they're already established mediums and people don't like to stray too much from the established mediums. And Here's my- what
1: they're doing though that's different which is why I think they will be at least moderately successful, is that they have a free version.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: If CBS had a free version, I would have it now. It, you know, if I could watch Picard with commercials, well, I don't know. I, but honestly, both of them. Nick, you watch Picard. Do it for me. <laughs> I, the point is, is, is that if they had such a service, even if it had commercials in it, I think CBS would be doing much better. Just as I'm, I'm comparing apples to apples here because it's a network uh-huh. service versus like a Disney Plus. Yes, is a streaming service. Yes, they have TV shows. It's not a network, though. It's like CBS, NBC. And I don't think ABC has one, but ABC is owned by Disney. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know that they'll even I don't know that they really need one. The point I'm making is that I think what's setting NBC apart right now is the fact that they're offering the Commercialed version for free, you My know, re- and I think had CBS done that, they'd have a lot more people watching, uh, you know, and maybe some other platforms as well. I'm not sure, yeah. not sure what, but I mean, I'd be,
0: I would have given CBS a try if I, if I got, you know, if I could watch the new Twilight Zone with commercials, I would have done that. Instantly. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's the point. Instantly. I think that's the point. My only rebuttal for that. Uh, you, you can judge me on it, is that if we live very much in the I want it now generation. So I think commercials, even though it's free, are going to turn away a lot of people. Because well,
1: you they're have not yeah, going but... as much experience as Monty and I yeah. with having to deal with watching commercials. And here's the thing about your little generation, generation now, damn, now, now, damn now, kids. now. You got to slow the fuck down. Or else you gonna okay. be paying through the nose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And all y'all right, ain't I, got I just no wh-
1: jobs. Y'all ain't got no job. You're you you. Besides you cutting the meat, your your people they got jobs, which means they need all the free shit they can get, and that means if they have to tolerate commercials, they gotta learn to tolerate commercials. You know what? If they started charging more for uh, you know, for phones. Where you had to where you had buttons to press instead of one that had the old rotary dial.
0: <laughs> he doesn't know what you're talking about.
1: You people would have to use the rotary dial. Because that's what you can afford. Yeah. This is the lesson.
2: Uh, well, th- my counterpoint to that is I've seen way more impatient old people than impatient young people. But what do I know? Let's move on to the next story. You mean you mean impatient like like old people are not
1: patient?
0: That was always yeah. the, I mean, that was always
1: the case. Yeah, uh, that's true. You know why? They earned that impatience. <laughs> yeah. No, the fuck they didn't. Oh, yes, oh, they, they, oh, went, oh, they hey, went through oh. some, some stuff, sir. I
0: just want to remind you, Dom, that I can mute your line anytime I want. Moving on, uh, Disney Plus is going to be launching a new show that you gentlemen are going to love. Star Wars, The Bad Batch is going to be coming. Oh,
1: my God. I totally forgot about that. Coming
0: yeah. uh, next year. To the streaming platform, uh, fresh off of the Clone Wars. Um, I mean, again, I'm I'm the one who doesn't give a damn. But what do you guys take about on this? Like, is this something that so you're let's ready talk to go? about
1: who the Bad Batch are? So the Bad Batch uh, are it's a it's like a strike team of clones, right? Like clone troopers. However, these clones did not come out correctly. So imagine you're making a cake, right? Yeah. And in this one, you put a little too much flour. And this other one, you put a little too much sugar. And the other one, you put too much yeast. You get a few that are not going to be exactly the same. That's exactly who the Bad Batch are. They are four clones. They're all cloned from Django Fett. Mm-hmm. But they're different. They're not sort of... Um, what's the right word? They haven't come out perfectly. And they then adapted those clones for specific, um, specific jobs, if you will, or specific skill sets. One of them is really huge, like a real strong, big guy. So obviously, he's like the muscle, but he's also kind of like the dumbest, you know? And he's like, and he's loud and he's, you know, like boisterous and all that. You got another one who's kind of the leader, he's kind of, um, uh, like the tracker kind of, you know, fights with knives, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Rambo almost a little okay. bit. He even looks a little like Rambo, in my opinion. Uh, you got the communications and the tech guy who's kind of smaller and scrawnier and has glasses. Go figure. Um, and uh, he, well, I don't know if he has glasses. He's some kind of thing, but he does all the tech and communications and all that jazz. And then you got the, the lone quiet spooky sniper you know playing mm-hmm. right into the stereotype so these guys were actually introduced when the clone wars ended the first time one of the, the the one of the last couple of episodes actually in in maybe 3 of the episodes where they only had done the animatics so you guys know what the animatics are right it's kind of like storyboards that move mm-hmm. right uh-huh. if if you were lucky enough to actually release the animatics for some of these episodes, if you were lucky enough to see those, you met the bad batch uh, like a couple of years ago. Right. And it was, everybody was hoping like, Oh God, please let them finish these episodes because everyone had a real positive response to the bad batch. Well, now they finished those episodes. The bad batch are as popular as everyone thought they would be. You know, because they're really, really interesting, distinct characters, lots of action, lots of all the things that we like. And now, based on that popularity and based on the idea that the Clone Wars are over, what happens to the clones? You have four characters who are already, if you will, who are already sort of living outside of the normal world of clones. One assumes That they are not going to be, um, what you call it, converted by Order 66 into bad clones. One assumes that's going to happen. The other assumption here is that, um, or not assumption, they flat out said it. It's like, what happens to these guys in the world or in the universe or in the galaxy after the Clone Wars end? These guys were bred for war. These guys were bred as... You know, and and assembled and trained as a strike team. What happens when you don't need a strike team? And I think it's a really interesting premise for a cartoon. Just think of it this way, if if you will, it's the A team.
0: Yeah, it's the A team <laughs> in Star Wars. I that's love it.
1: Literally, that's almost literally
0: what it is. Kev, that that's some of the best breakdown of a, of a series or upcoming or whatever the case may be to get someone interested because. I, yeah, I, I, you know how I feel about Star Wars. I want to. I like. I want to tune in the day it happens so I can watch this now.
1: I'm telling you, I think it's going to be really great. Obviously, Dave Filoni behind it can't get better than that. Ask Sandwich. That's true. And uh, and and I'm really excited that they're going to continue to do animation. And as I understand it, it's going to be done in the same style as Clone Wars because the the current cartoon, which is um Star Wars Resistance has not been received well, mostly because mostly because of the style of the animation. It's sort of this 2D, 3D hybrid, and not a lot of people like it. Plus, the stories aren't really that... They're okay. They're not really that great. Um, I'm really excited about, about the Bad Batch. Yeah, thanks. I totally had forgotten about that that was released, um, that that information was released. I'm really jazzed about seeing that, so... Yeah, wonderful. That's
0: fantastic. Um, let's uh quickly again move on. There's rumors. Um, let's see, it's being reported from actor uh I'm gonna mispronounce the last this last name, Alden Erinreich. Einreich. Uh he's uh-huh. saying that uh in regarding a solo too, he uh who said, I've heard some stuff, but nothing concrete.
1: Some stuff.
0: So Maybe sort of. Who knows? But you know, we got something that's kind of being teased a little bit. Uh, that
1: was in that was in Esquire magazine. Mm-hmm. That um, that interview. It's posted on our Facebook page. Hot damn! So if you go over there, you can you can link through and read the whole article. And and what he is saying is that things are being said, but nothing's being laid in concrete. And the things that are being said are, you know. I think I think he said a great thing in that article. He said it was the last of sort of the traditionalist, or I can't remember what the word he used, Star Wars movies. Okay. I don't know if that line's in that article or not. But he said Solo was the, and he's, absolutely, he's 100% right. You know, it was the last one that sort of hearkened back your feelings for the original three, in my opinion. My opinion, opinion mm-hmm. of others. <laughs> um, and I really feel like they're gonna move forward with something, but they're also, he also, te- and I don't know if he teased it in there or if the author teased it in there, you know, they're doing a lot of stories that take place in that time period, you know, m- although Mandalorian is after that time period, so we're not talking about Mandalorian, but we're talking about things like, uh, um, Obi-Wan takes place in that time period. Apparently, there are also plans for other things. Oh, uh, Cassian Andor takes place in that time period. So that's both Disney Plus shows will take place in the same time period as Solo, roughly. And so he easily could appear in either of those shows. Plus, and I really think, honestly, 100%, they don't randomly, in my opinion, Esquire doesn't randomly... Re, uh do interviews with people for no reason agreed especially a guy who other than one other movie which was awful other than solo which was not awful which was great And if you haven't watched it you should um and it's on disney plus now by the way so you can check it out if you have disney plus um they don't do those i feel like why would they interview him just out of the blue he's not doing anything he wasn't to to my knowledge, he isn't promoting anything. Mm -hmm. Why would they interview him? Why would Esquire magazine interview him? All that leads me to believe is that Esquire magazine knows something that we don't know. And I bet you, dollars to donuts, it has something to do either with a second movie or a Disney Plus show. And remember, we've been talking about this for a year. A year. We (laughs) have talked about the fact that Everybody who survived, if you will, the solo movie character-wise, are all TV actors. You know, uh, what's his name? Glover. TV actor. What's her name? Game of Thrones. TV actress. Eidenreich. Not doing anything. So, (laughs) you know, it's not like he's hung up. Mm -hmm. The guy playing Chewbacca pretty much just plays Chewbacca, as far as I know. So. Like Jonas Simba, he's got a weird name. Um, the the point is is that there's there's availability there. You know, the the Game of Thrones girl's name I forget. Her last movie tanked, you know, so, which means she's available. And what's his name? Glover? He's another one not doing a thing. Well, I think this is a ripe opportunity to sign them up, get 12 episodes out of them. They know how they can do it now based on The Mandalorian. Mandalorian looks great. Dom is watching the, uh, Sandwich is watching the gallery show right now and learning just how easy it is for them to produce a TV mm-hmm. show that looks like uh, it costs $40 million. Looks like a $40 million movie. And they're doing it, you know, on a slightly higher TV budget. I would so, love that. For sure. I'm telling you.
0: Uh,
1: I, I think this is the first clue that we're getting more Einreich solo. That's my opinion.
0: We'll see. Uh, something else where, Kev, I gotta be honest, I don't know if you're gonna love this story or hate this story.
1: Oh, let's find out.
0: Netflix hey. has ordered... Yes.
1: No, just kidding, just kidding. Go on.
0: <laughs> Netflix has ordered Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles, a new CGI animated kids series based on the award winning Usagi Yojimbo comic book. Um, Per Netflix, quote, The series takes place in the far future, set in a world that mixes modern high-tech images with classic Japanese references. It follows the teenage rabbit uh, samurai Yuchi, descendant of the great warrior uh, Miyamoto Yusagi, on his epic quest to become a true samurai, but he isn't alone.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There's a whole whole hell of a lot
0: more uh, on this. I mean, it sounds like... uh, is Stan Sakai writing it? Uh, let's see. Executive produced
2: by Sakai. Oh,
0: there you go. So I-
1: I'm of the opinion that because he's writing it, he will respect his own book. And if this is set in the future, he must be a descendant of Usagi Yojimbo, and if that's the case, I think it could be interesting. I'm I don't intrigued. know. I'm, I'm gonna intrigued. wait on the designs because I have real problems with him in 3D. I don't know why. I've ne- like the action figures always seem like like not didn't really capture him very well. I thought it's my mm-hmm. opinion, um, and some other things, but I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to hold out, wait and see uh I'm going to wait and see what happens there, I think. I, I mean, but I'm sure. I'm I have uh, I'm interested at the very least mm-hmm. in seeing what they do. You know, it's kind of like it sounds kind of like The Highlander cartoon, <laughs> which was set in the far future, you know, with some sort of relation of Connor mcleod from the first movie and he was not alone either I he had apparently that
0: holy shit.
1: ramirez back or the ghost of ramirez i don't know how i it was so bad i don't even remember it it looked nice wow. though yeah the design was great i hope uh this this usagi series whatever they're gonna call it i hope uh i hope it looks as great as something like that or like batman beyond well that's 2d animation but still I I hope they I hope they do something like that. I hope it looks really great because that'll help a lot.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I'd want to see it either way. So, and now I kind of want to watch this Highlander cartoon. I don't remember watching this. So, um, is that a
1: uh is di, was sorry? Yes. Uh, was Usagi Ojimbo a book you ever read?
0: I've not read it like uh, completely. I just read like bits right. and pieces of it. Yeah, um, it
1: was really great. I read it for a really long stretch and. I can't remember why I stopped. I feel like they switched companies or something. I think mm-hmm. it switched companies a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, I'm really really, I'm i be interested to see what they do.
0: If only there was time to read stuff during this pandemic. It's crazy. I know. Um, I'm going to jump around the prep sheet a bunch right now. So we that meat's not going to cut itself, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> something that I know I care about. I don't know about anybody else. Oh, that's Um, why you're skipping. uh, Well, I do want to make sure I get the story in. Um, Shudder has renewed season three of The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs uh, for the 2021 season. And they are going to have a summer special that's going to be taking place August 14th. um, And some more specials going on for later this year. Kind of, it looks like for Halloween and probably something for Christmas time as well it's kind of something a little bit similar uh last time um with the original cast joe bob and marcy will be there and some of the other antics that they had with a bunch of special guests from this past season will lose some kind of similar uh for the cool. next season um i i just want to say this because um you can get i don't know they're always running kind of different specials on uh shutter for ams uh amc's shutter rather rather um great content joe bob is just fantastic between Joe Bob and um uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 those were just two great shows from uh uh the 90s that i just adored watching i love the fact that they're kind they're they're here in like a new form uh joe bob a little fresh and uh it I really wish there was just more episodes of this season. It's a that kinda of what you know, when, when uh the pandemic hit us, that was kind of the routine every Friday night was watching Joe Bob. So I know I'm the horror fan amongst the group. I know Sandwich is a diehard horror fan, so I know he's thrilled <laughs> by this news. Um uh, but it's something that uh, I really, really enjoy. I, I wish more people would give it a shot at the same time. And um yeah, there's there's that. I just want to get that bit of good news in there. Bah, 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 bah. Right there uh something else uh, uh tom holland has teased that uh shooting has begun for the uncharted film he posted Ugh. a picture on his instagram uh later to uh, earlier today uh happening in berlin um which i don't know how they're going to do this i'm very confused because my only re- reaction was you know maybe if they do like uh in the third game yeah the third game uh, they did like a flashback to when he was a kid. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe that can work. But I kind of don't, I don't know. I, I don't. We'll
1: just have to wait and see. We
0: will have to wait and see. But, you know, I, I'm 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 not very optimistic about this one. I'm just going to leave it at that there. Um. See, so we got some other stuff. I just know we're going to go so long in the back seven. You know, Big Kev, why don't you take us to Breakster?
1: All right, with that, Mr. Mayhem, Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 597, I'm told. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the one we're calling, the one we haven't named.
0: Hmm. After these messages, will be right back. Monty, where are you getting your comics? From Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com.
2: Do you know a store doing curbside
0: during this pandemic? Yeah man, Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com.
2: But Lo, what if I don't live nearby? Do you know a store that'll ship my books? Yes,
0: Young Sandwich, at Gotham Comics, which is GothamComicsNJ.com. What about toys, back issues, trades, statues, D&D merch? Yes, yes and yes, Gotham Comics, whose eBay store is GothamComicsNJ. But Monty, what if I have questions? Will they answer me on Facebook? Yes, again. Just search for Gotham Comics.
2: All right, I get it. You can get basically everything you need at GothamComicsNJ.com or its eBay store, GothamComicsNJ. But what's your favorite comic book
0: location? Oh, dude, the Savage Land, for sure.
2: Wait, really? Not Gotham City? Why?
0: Bro, dinosaurs.
2: Go to GothamComicsNJ.com for the latest books, vintage items on its eBay store, which is GothamComicsNJ. Or hit them up on Facebook for random collectibles at Gotham Comics. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga.
0: Hey, this is Joe Bob Briggs, the world's greatest drive-in movie critic—or actually, the world's only drive-in movie critic—and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff,
2: live from the sandwich shop, Big Kev Huna Studios and Studio M. <laughs> 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 and <It's> Geek <caught>. Stuff. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it's a dramatic effect. I swear. I like it's Geek it. Stuff I like TNG. It. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 and 3 3⁄4 Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the Proton Torpedo Bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can even add your own boops, bops, and beeps! The S-4 is open into attack. Position the laser cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their
0: bah, 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 bah.
2: premium offer. <laughs> you get 118 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pumps, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system Is that you are ha- you are paying A little each month And having fun putting it together Yourself in your home In your lovely abode You can check out more info Over at buildxwing.com Or reach them by phone At 877-544-6779 Check them out today folks
0: That was great Oodah-lolly. I loved it
2: Well done
0: I freaking love it Um Um Boys, we have some uh, products that we need to talk about. Before we go into our Sentinel Hasbro X-Men chat, there's one thing actually I really quickly want to mention. Um, and I, I don't know when the Kev, you would you would maybe know the last time we okay. talked about Blu-rays on this show. Um, but I got in the mail today uh Bill and Ted's most excellent collection on the Blu ray. I think uh, I picked it up uh, at the store, I grindhouse horror. Uh, which every now and then I get some non-horror-related stuff there. Uh, the first two movies on Blu-ray, which I might have been um, watching prior to uh, the start of the show, uh, came with a Wild Stallions guitar pick and some uh, bumper stickers uh, of the two movies. And I just laughed when I saw the, uh, the NECA Wild Stallions uh, little insert <laughs> at the exact same time uh, for, for Bill and Ted. Uh, there so really cool nice little collection right there grindhousehorror.com and also this now this came from Scream Factory uh, And if people are really interested uh, There's a new Friday. Scream the th- th- Factory from Scream or Fa- Shout Factory? Scream Factory, sir. Oh, okay um, Different company. Well, I, well, this is from uh, Bill and Ted's from Shout uh, if This is coming the next one's from Scream Factory rather. Excuse me. Oh uh, They're gonna be coming up with a Friday the 13th mega collection set um, which is absolutely ginormous box set that you're going to be able to pre-order on Amazon right now. Uh, I'm looking for how much it is, but it is, I mean, pretty intense. Uh, let me—is it all of them? It is all of them. Uh, no price actually yet for them, so there's that. Okay, comes with it's 4K versions of the film, some still photography, a 40-page uh, uh, booklet. Uh, as well, and tons of commentary and behind the scenes, and and some of that stuff at the same time. Hmm. So lots of uh good Blu-ray stuff right there. If, Blu-ray um, and
1: digital, or just Blu-ray?
0: Lot, you know, I think it's both. Let me just double check really quickly. Ooh. Um, I don't know on the digital. So okay, there's that. Um, but yeah, something that might be of interest to to folks. Um, but the main product, the main item that we want to talk about, which is why if everyone can stay awake, we can chat about is some, um some X-Men, some Sentinel stuff that Kev, you are just, you are all about this right now.
1: I mean, and, and I think everybody should be paying attention to this story, uh, especially if you're into, you know, if you're into toys and geek culture and everything else. So the Sentinels, the giant robots who are programmed to kill mutants in the Marvel universe been around for a long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. Um, giant pink and purple robots. Uh, they were in, they were portrayed in the movie X-Men first class, bit of a different design, but you know, that's, that's how these things go. Comes with the territory. Um, and, yeah. And so, you know, for the last several years, Hasbro has uh well for a long time uh star wars fans in particular i have to say have been requesting things like uh, i'm going to give you the biggest example which is the Jabba sail barge the katana um they've been asking for that for probably uh, 40 years and hasbro just could not see its way to making that toy (laughs) because it's enormous even a modified scale version is enormous, and for years since the crowdfunding uh, sort of thing, if you will, has has emerged as a thing that will help people get stuff done, Hasbro has been um, you know kind of staying away from it. but uh, several years ago, as you may know, if you listen to this program, um, they did the katana. As a crowd, pardon me. As a crowdfunding project, and it worked. They needed six. I think I can't remember the exact number, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say six thousand, but I don't remember honestly. Um, it was about. I can't remember. If it was six hundred bucks, or it was it was a lot. It was not cheap. Um, let you notice Oh, so sorry. Just a message came through. Um, uh, it was not cheap. And it was a really slow sort of funding process over 40 days or whatever, 45 days, whatever it was. And right at the end, the last several hours, I think, is when people just sort of jumped on board. And of course, along the way, they were releasing, you know, here's, you know, the the first, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, test images, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 when they test the molds and, yep. and things like that. All that stuff, they were releasing that stuff along the way. They had a little booklet that went out. I mean, they were really, really, they really wanted to get this done for the fans. And the fans came through. Um, After that, I don't want to say it was a year, but it might have been a bit. uh, Transformers was up and they did Unicron, an enormous Unicron. Thing was fucking huge. It was huge, yeah, it's still huge. Um, uh, and and it also, I think I don't remember what the price point on it was, but I want to say it was still up there a little bit, five six. I could be wrong about that. And I think it funded the same way really slowly, and I think it kind of sort of limped across the line at the end there and and it was and it was funded. Uh, well, last, I want to say it was last Thursday or Friday. HasLab, which is what the Hasbro crowdfunding avenue is, if you will, they dropped their third HasLab project, a Marvel Legends six inch scale Sentinel. So a six inch scale Sentinel uh, that they're going to be putting out is what, 28 inches tall, I think, if someone has the page open. I think it's 28 point... inches
0: tall. 26.3. Yep.
1: 26.3 inches tall. 26 inch tall. Uh, you know that's like two and a half feet, right? Or near enough Two, 24, 26, a bit over, over two, two feet. feet yep. Yeah, it's enormous. I mean, take any hot toys you have and stack it up twice. <laughs> that's how big the thing is. Uh, they have a picture of it with a six inch. Marvel Legends figure standing next to it for scale. It's enormous. And price point, really not bad at 349 I think, right? Yeah. And that includes shipping. Well done, Hasbro. Well done. Um, and it looks fantastic. So they launched the, the campaign. They wanted 6,000 backers. They This time, they did something I think they haven't done the two previous times is they kind of sort of took the idea from Kickstarter and had sort of incentive tiers. And what they said was for every thousand people over six, uh, we'll re- we will unlock another, you know, another tier, uh, sort of promotion, not, not promotional, but, um, incentive, uh, uh, thing. Right. So right out of the gate, right out of the gate, you're you're getting in addition to this enormous sentinel you're getting one tendril uh which is 18 inches long right so Mm -hmm. that's you know three marvel legends long uh standard marvel legends long um that's coming with it right out of the gate not not an incentive tier you're getting bastion now it would take me an hour to explain bastion but the long and short of it is, is that he is a think of him like a terminator He's kind of a human sized sentinel, right? You're getting a Bastion figure with a swappable head. So he's either Bastion or he's just sort of a generic um, uh, sentinel, six inch sentinel, right? Um, those you're getting right out of the gate. The first, so we, we no one knew what the tiers were. And within 24 hours, they were about at 7,400, 500 backers they released the first incentive item it was a master mold head so if you know marvel comics you know x-men master mold was kind of the he's kind of the very first sentinel kind of the prototype sentinel the a name little is. different looks a little different um and so you get the swappable master mold head which i think is a brilliant incentive the next day They passed 8,000. I think it was that evening, actually. They passed 8,000. And they released the next incentive, which was a damaged Sentinel head and a damaged Sentinel hand, which is really, really great. Another really great choice by them because, you know, most times, Sentinels don't win. So having some (laughs) damaged pieces, uh, either, and, and I thought about this, too, either on the figure itself or by the figure, if depending on how you're displaying this, you know, not a bad uh, diorama piece either, or just display piece to have sort of Wolverine standing on top of a damaged uh, sentinel head. Just saying, could be a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, The following day, they passed 9,000, which is, uh, the the incentive for that was a six-inch, kind of the female version of Bastion, if you will. It's like a six-inch, also with the alternative uh, generic head, and one with the, the the fully girl head. I don't know that she has a name. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just forgetting. Well, they didn't expect to get there. And so now as they've passed 10,000, they don't have any other tiers. So the word on the street is that they are scrambling To get incentive, some incentive items together in order to keep this incentive ball rolling because they they funded in 24 hours and they still have like 40 days to go. And they've and they're well past, I think, their projections, because if they're past 10,000, they only tiered out three things. They're well past that at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. They uh, they're at ten thousand five hundred thirty-two as of this moment. There you and, go. And they will have exactly forty days to go uh, by the end of Wednesday, right? Um, so
1: forty man. days to go. They're already well past their mark. Terrific, but they are, as the word on the street says, they are coming up with additional tiers now. My, I my, hope that's true.
0: My only concern, right off the bat, is now. This is amazing. I fucking love it. Uh, Kev, you and I even talked before this about this, this Sentinel. Um, how poseable will something of this size and magnitude actually be?
1: And that, if I'm wrong, you can tell me because you'll have the information there. Isn't it like 72 points of articulation?
0: Um, It does have... Well, yes, it does have 72. 20 in each hand um, yeah. at minimum. But... Uh, something of this girth how 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 posable is that like how much um uh, how easy is it going to be to pose like is it going to be actually you know i'm just i'm just kind of curious cuz i mean personally i don't think i've ever had something of this magnitude yeah. in my collection so that that would be my only concern is just the posability of this of this thing cuz it's it's a it's a monster <laughs> it's it's big. i think
1: with i think with 72 points of articulation i think you're going to be able to find a pose you're happy with they show a number of poses on the on the hazlab page though that they've been able to achieve and you know they're not like you know they're you know they're, they're limited they're not going to here's a thousand poses we came up with they're not going to do that but what i like mm-hmm. is that they are showing a variety of poses it's like anything else nick it's just going to take you know, what's your vision of displaying it and how are you, how close are you going to be able to get it to that vision using 72 points of articulation?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's I would,
1: another great fact about this, if yes. I may, sir. Yeah, go on. I think this is not scheduled to release until the fall of 2021.
0: Yes. Yes, that's shipping.
1: Which means... They don't charge you until the fall of 2021, Mm -hmm. which means if you get in now, it'll be over a year until you get charged. That's phenomenal.
0: Yes, that is very good. Unlike a Kickstarter, which would uh, charge you as soon as the 40 days are up.
1: And then if you got to wait a year for that product to come out, they already got your money. HasLab is saying you put in now we'll charge you when we ship it, which is the way I think all of them should be, which is, I don't think that they should collect a nickel until they're shipping the product. It's so funny. You my say opinion. that too.
0: Cause I, cause I, I have a, a problem very similar to that on Kickstarter where I backed a, a documentary about uh, Gary Gygax, which is a, a year late at this point. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm trying to do what I can to get my money back. This is a perfect situation where obviously it's, it's Hasbro. So it's reputable. And, right. uh, um, they're not you're not risking really you're risking very very little um at this point so this is phenomenal i will say if now if they you know if they do add on the extra tiers as you're saying one thing i would love to see as an addition uh if you notice in some of like the cyclops uh figures they have they make it look like uh or even in gambit with like when he's throwing the cards it's like it looks like that beam of energy is coming out yeah it'd be nice if they had something like that so like you know when he points his hand down like let's say at a mutant where it looks like the the ray of light the, is like the actually, blast is
1: coming out yeah that's like, actually a really great idea i would love that would that. be a really tremendous like the one where in days of future past in the comic book where he blasts where they blast wolverine oh that'd be great yeah i mean that you're right yeah that would be a really great incentive
0: then you bit. know what happened yeah. i guarantee someone would take like an old man logan kind of figure to pose with this and now that would, that would look fantastic
1: I'm torn for a number of reasons. One of my favorite issues of X-Men, and I don't know the number, I'm afraid. I think it's X-Men. I don't think it's... I thought maybe it might be one of the other X-Books, but I'm pretty sure it's it's X-Men. It's Cyclops alone. He's in the North, and he's fighting Master Mold. Like, by himself. It's like the whole issue. Okay. And I honestly don't remember the number or if I could remember if it's actual uncanny X-Men or if it was, uh, one of the other books, I just can't remember. I don't. Know. The point is it's one of my favorite issues of anything ever. I thought it was brilliantly written, brilliantly executed. I feel like Scott Lobdell might be the artist, but I don't recall. Um, and, uh, it's causing me to wonder if I may want to have two of these. Hmm. One to um, uh, display with, shall we say, several X-Men characters. Yep. And another to display with the master mold head on it, just displaying Cyclops.
0: That's that's tempting, and I see why. I mean, I'm again, we've talked about this. I'm I'm very much considering this. I have plenty of time, so I'm not I'm not too worried oh, about yeah. it. Oh yeah, and I know forty that, days. I mean, forty days. We're gonna we're there's I mean. We're going to be talking about this. We're going to be updating it as it happens. So I mean, it gives you time to think and and figure out your your resources, so you can kind of uh, plan ahead. the The only question I have, Kev, I don't know if you know. Do they take the three fifty all in one chunk, or is it kind of like a a sideshow where it's like a little okay? No, so they take it. In one no, chunk. it's
1: all one chunk. Okay, it's all one chunk, but it's a year away. Yeah. Hey, can you play the can you play the sad Sarah McLaughlin music at this point? Because the way I'm looking at this is, you can. Give a home to this poor sentinel for less than ten dollars a week.
2: I will remember you.
1: Won't you please help will this you poor
2: remember me?
1: eyed sentinel who needs Don't your help you. today. That's right. For your donation of only ten dollars a week. Less than $10 a week for the next 40 weeks, 40 days, $10 a day for the next, less than $10 a day for the next 40 days, you can give a Sentinel a home that's the way i look at it <laughs> no it's
0: great it's true it, it it's is, like it's,
1: nine bucks right no, is it like it's less it's like yeah you taxes don't something. forget
0: taxes and all that stuff too so well yeah, but it, not shipping because they're including no shipping. no but there's gonna god be taxes bro there's, there's gonna be when, taxes
1: right take this down god bless hasbro pull that clip because you're never ever gonna hear me say that again <laughs>
0: probably for sure, there's the one Sentinel storyline. I'm trying to remember if I'm making this up or not. But they had like a, they did a mini series where it was like an Iron Giant kind of um, situation. There was a, yeah, yeah, it I'm, was
1: like My Sentinel. Yeah, uh, I don't remember called? what the name of that book is either. But you're right. That's another great opportunity for it to display. I I can't. I loved that book yeah. and I cannot for the life of me. I remember, the, I remember thinking
0: I called. liked it, but I can't. I, I can't. Think. If you know what it is, you can call the GVM hotline.
2: 201 730 2547. And you can and help school Monty on his comic knowledge.
0: And you can help a very confuzzled Monty. The thing, all right, come on. In fairness, if there wasn't such volumes of shit that came out all the time, it'd be easier to remember some of the things I did like. So, and
1: that one got wiped. Really quickly, like I want to say it was four episodes, issues, five episodes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot though, whatever it was. No,
0: I think it came out, I want to say like 2008 ish. It's got to be, it's
1: got to be in the mids, like 06, 07, yeah, somewhere so in there. There
0: was a lot of shit that was just it happened and then forgotten about. So, yeah, you know, that's that's the uh, problem right there. So um, got to look Kev.
1: that one up because. I wonder if they traded that. That'd be a trade I would actually want yeah. to read again. Or it might be on Comixology. You know
0: what? As soon as I was about to go to Comixology as soon as you said that. Uh what yeah. were you gonna say, Mr. Uh uh Sandwich?
2: Well, I think the the comic that Kev was referring to, Cyclops versus Master Mold, was from X Factor? Uh, X Factor, right. Cause I'm looking at a picture right now that looks a lot like that.
1: So is it like in the north, like in the snow? Yeah. That's it. I couldn't remember if it was Uncanny X Men or X Factor. I, I, uh, if that's fine. It, it was honestly, it was one of my favorite reads for a really long time. I just thought it was. Per- Does it say who the artist was? I fuck. I already lost it. Okay, um, but yeah, I, I, think that's. It's one of my favorite issues of all time of uh, of any X book. So yeah, yeah. If you get the opportunity, definitely check that out. Yeah, gotta, Does it say gotta... what X Factor issue it is?
2: Uh, I think it was fourteen. I, I think guess.
1: really that early? Huh. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I might have. I,
0: I gotta try to figure out what this sentinel right. book is so, too. At the same time, <laughs> all
2: right, I figured it out, guys. I figured it out episode five ninety seven. Sentinels need homes too. Eh? No, no. I tried. No, nah, it's fine. a whole thing. So we'll keep it. It's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and we we got a little bit more time left boys we have uh some more x-men oh movies, yeah some more we have uh there was a little x-men movie that dropped 20 years ago i don't know if you guys remember this um and they came out with some 20th anniversary marvel legends to the first uh, uh x-men film that dropped uh which honestly i'm kind of liking not all of them definitely not all of them definitely not all of them but i like them I like the box and I, and I kind of dig some of the figures. So
1: there's a number of there's a number of issues here. This is kind of the flip side of the Hasbro story. How how amazingly they can on the one hand accomplish a 26.3 inch Sentinel, mm-hmm. but on the other hand in one man's opinion kind of drop the ball a little bit. And you knew the 20th anniversary was coming. Now, when the movie came out, uh, Marvel was not with Hasbro. Marvel was with Toy Biz. Mm -hmm. So we got six-inch Toy Biz figures. And I'm not saying six-inch Toy Biz figures are bad. The movie ones, though, however, were not great. They really weren't. I mean, some of them had like special actions and things, which always interferes in some way or other. At least the first... Set of them, first series of them, um, were not great. So, but I think it's important to remember one of the important things to remember about the film is the original X Men movie paved the way for the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, that X Men movie, the second X Men movie, they pro- proved superhero movies could do well on the big screen and therefore. A rash, uh, I mean, superhero Marvel movies, I should say, a rash of them, you know, were were thrown into the mix as, as fast as possible. And, you know, some 10 uh, ish years later, less maybe, they were in production on Iron Man 1. So, um, that said, uh, I don't know how to feel about these. They're not part of the MCU, right? But I think that they're really. They, they have some positive aspects. But let's talk about the negative aspects. The negative aspects are there's only four. Yeah. Uh, and it's Wolverine in the jacket, which was a foregone conclusion. Anybody betting against Wolverine or Wolverine as he first appears in that movie is was making a fool's bet. The second choice I was a little confused by. It was Mystique. But. I don't I can't tell if it's the Rebecca Romaine mystique because to me it looks like the what's her name mystique Jennifer Lawrence Jennifer Lawrence mystique to I me it looks like the Jennifer Lawrence mystique Oh it does
2: to you it looks to me it does to me.
1: It looks a little shorter they got they got kind of one of her arms transforming which mm-hmm. I thought was a really weird Yeah, sort of thing to do and the arm looks really like doll-like or or you know like just not anatomically pleasing if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and it really looks like the jennifer lawrence version of the character to me okay so you're saying you know what are you saying kev that you know they should have done rebecca romaine no in fact i don't think rebecca romaine if they're gonna depending on how many of these they're going to, maybe there's going to be another wave. Who knows? I wouldn't have picked her for the first batch, not without, uh, you know, not without doing Cyclops or Jean gray or, you know, the the rogue in the suit, Uh, you know, like those characters in the suits or Mm -hmm. storm. God help me storm. (laughs) I mean, I think if you're going to do those characters, you do those characters and Magneto, that's your first wave. And then you go back. And I get it, Mystique, Jennifer Lawrence Mystique was a real popular character, Um, but I don't think it was appropriate on the anniversary, on the 20th anniversary of the original movie to release the Jennifer Lawrence, which is what it looks like to me, the Jennifer Lawrence Mystique. Let's go into the last two. It's a twofer. It's a two-box set. It's Magneto and Professor X. So what's the problem? Well, the problem is they've made a generic, Magneto, sort of costume, which feels to me like an amalgamation of a number of different costumes that he's worn through the films. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But they've given you both the Ian McKellen head and the uh, other guy head. James McAvoy? No. Oh, wait, no. Uh, You're
2: talking about the um...
1: Magneto, the other guy.
2: Uh, Uh, Why
1: don't you you look it up? The point is, is that they've given both of those heads on a sort of what feels to me like a generic-ish body. They've also given you
0: like Michael a Fassbender. helmeted
1: version of Magneto from the first movie, but they also give you the helmet, which looks to me like the one from Days of Future Past for the younger version of Magneto. Whatever his name is, does anyone got a name on that? Oh, no. yeah, Michael Fassbender. Anyone? Michael Fassbender. Thank you. It looks like they've given you the helmet and the head for Michael Fassbender, but, you know, as two separate pieces. I don't, I don't get it. All right. so that aside, let's put that aside for a second. Let's talk Professor X. It's all Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I don't, think that, I, I don't think either one of those is a James McAvoy head. I think there's two heads in there or three. No, well, I mean, one looks a lot younger. Does it? Okay, so maybe there's a younger but bald McAvoy head in there. Okay, so if if they're both in there, okay, maybe I overlooked that. But I, I mean, I would have liked a pre-balded Professor X, James McAvoy head in there, because that's who I associate with the Michael Fassbender, Magneto. You know, I mean, yeah, he's you know he's bald by the end of Apocalypse. He's bald
2: in. <laughs> he's bald at the end of Days of Future Past and then no, bald apocalypse. No, nope. he's bald first class he's got, his, class. Hair. He's got his
1: hair at Days of Future Past I Is feel like he class? doesn't what's that
2: does he shave it after first class and I then get like it back
1: for I Days of Future Past I feel like he lost it in first class I got it back like and that. then lost it again <laughs> but he's got long <laughs> hippie hair he's got long hippie hair in Days of Future Past Maybe he loses it in
2: Age of Apocalypse, and I'm just forgetting.
1: I think like, he loses it together.
2: Loses it. I, I think. I think he shaves it, and then gets it back, and then shaves it again. I think. He, I don't think he loses it shaving it. I think he loses it doing something. I don't. Oh, I don't know. I have
1: to look and see. The point is, I would have liked that option, even though it's a suited figure. I would have liked that option. Also, are either of you looking at a picture of it? Right now, I
0: was. Yeah, I was before.
1: Isn't it a regular wheelchair?
2: Yeah, that's like a stock standard wheelchair.
1: Professor X Patrick Stewart did not have a standard wheelchair, I don't think, in any of the movies.
0: I th- don't think, in fact, James
1: th- McAvoy had a powered chair that was so far ahead of its time hmm. in Days of Future Past, it was almost glaring. That it was that far ahead of its time. Didn't it hover? (laughs) Did I miss that? No, No. he had a hover one. In Days of Future Past, he had a hover chair. The future Professor X, the Patrick Stewart Professor X, had a hover chair in that movie. The James McAvoy in 1973 had a, a, a motorized wheelchair that was far ahead of any motorized wheelchair that I've ever seen pictures of from the early 70s or 80s or 90s for that matter um so i think i i'm i'm glad to have the six inch um the six inch sort of standard wheelchair because that means i can now get a friend of the show to actually kit bash for me um uh the the, uh, the doctor from doom patrol hmm which I've wanted for my six-inch DC Doom Patrol collection, not the TV show, the regular figures. Um, (laughs) It's the only character that they didn't do, is the Professor, whatever it is. So, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. But overall, I have to say I'm really disappointed. Four characters, two of them are jammed in one box. Wolverine was, was a lock, but why Mystique? And again, if it's the Jennifer Lawrence mystique, I really don't understand why they did it. Because that's not part of the 20th anniversary of the, the X-Men movie. That would be the much taller, much more shapely uh, Rebecca Romaine uh, is, is figure. This is true. So One man's opinion, where they have ultimately and fantastically succeeded with the Sentinel, I think that I think the X Men figures, the X Men movie legend figures, I think they kind of dropped the ball.
0: This is true. I'll give you that. My opinion.
1: I don't know. I don't even think I'm gonna. I don't even think I'm gonna pick them up. I might pick up the Wolverine. You're just picking simply. up the
0: Wolverine. I'm picking up the Wolverine, probably.
1: I only, you know, as far as Marvel Legends go, with very few exceptions like this Sentinel, um, and and a handful of X Men Legends to display with it. Mm -hmm. I only do MCU Captain America, like moon Knight. You know, there's like, there's Mm -hmm. like, maybe I can count them on one hand, the figures that I would get who are outside of the MCU. And I have a feeling with the X-Men joining the MCU in the next, let's say five years, we're going to get a shit ton of MCU X-Men figures.
0: You know, the funny part, Um, like I'm, I'm thinking now, like it'd be nice if, um, Oh fuck! I'm trying to remember who was at uh, Toy Fair. I want to say it was Mesco. Uh like they had a really cool, uh, maybe two feet tall King Kong, like a skull. skull that was Mezco. King Kong. So it was yeah. Mesco. He's mad
1: expensive. It
0: was. Is. Uh, I don't know where it is now. But I wonder like how they would have approached it, doing their version of a Sentinel at the same time. Um, that
1: Kong was maybe. 20 inches tall and it was 250 I think was retail somewhere, somewhere around something there. Something like
0: that. I'm just kind of curious how the aesthetics and how it would look and everything like that. So um, yeah, because obviously we care about Mesco. So, um, yep. Boys, I, I think we, we need to start wrapping up here. Uh, but and let's can't... let
1: Sandwich do that wrap up. Go ahead Sandwich. Go ahead Sandwich. It's your episode. You're driving.
0: Go baby. <laughs>
2: Uh, you can catch us each and every week uh, at certain places where I kind of zone out during this part of the show. So you should just take it back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. No, nope. figure it out. Wow. Where can they find us?
2: You can find us on any of your wonderful streaming services, like uh-huh. your your Apple's. How about uh, this? Let's start over. Let's start ad.
0: over. Just sandwich. Well, just pay attention for for the next show. But you can catch us <laughs> each and every week, Omo, or soon at GeekStuffTNG.com, which is getting some. Uh, it's getting a facelift. As it were, it's it's, it, it, it's, it's it's getting creative. It's And a, that other site's no, no, going no, away. No, it's getting a facelift. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we had to close down for the for the uh, for the quarantine. Uh, yeah. We had to just uh, clean up everything, and uh, we're going to relaunch uh, as a new entity there. So there you go. Uh, but till then, you can reach us over at Twitter, over at Facebook, and the Instagrams as GeekStuffTNG. You can catch me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M, on Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Snapchat, and on the YouTubes. Big Kev.
1: You can catch me in a couple of hours on Xbox One, the Xbox Network, um, as Big Kev GS playing... uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 while we desperately await for another Red Dead Redemption 2 online update which still has not come. Uh, You can also catch uh, me at BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And you can catch uh, the sandwich uh, on Xbox One playing GTA 5 under the handle Fat Dumbledore D O M B L E D O R E. That's Fat Dumbledore.
2: Um, and your other places as well, aren't you? At, at, at Fat Dumbledore, yes, on Instagram as well. I'm thinking about Twitter. Twitter is scary. <laughs> uh, so I, I have to see how I feel about Twitter. You
0: can do it, buddy. I believe in you. I can help you. I'll give you a little. little you can push.
1: always you can always post under GeekStuffTNG. That'd be nice.
2: We have a Twitter, don't we?
0: We do. We someone do.
2: I believe, I believe uh, we're outsourcing that to someone else handling it. I don't
0: know. You can you can do it, and I'll be more than I'd be very okay with that. So that that's okay by my my standards.
2: Um, I I, I plan to be on GTA at some point soon. There you I'm go. C- going to go get dinner. Um, I'll be back. I'll be on tonight at some point. I'm telling you, the boys, Cousin
1: Dave, Uncle Eric, Mumbles. Uncle Eric doesn't show all up. Have, and with all that, Big Kev. have phrase for you when you are on, sir.
0: With that, Big Kev.
1: With that, Mr. Mayhem, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying.
2: Good night, OG, wherever you are.
1: And on that note,
2: we cue the music.